Hello, and welcome to Rewire. Whether you're a baby boomer or a baby zoomer, a millennial or an elder ally, enjoying retirement or planning ahead, this podcast provides you with the information and inspiration to help you live your best life. And now, here's our host, Duchess Dale. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 2. It's simple. And why is that? Because today, July 12th, is National Simplicity Day. And as we know, it's often easier said than done. Simple is not easy, as they say. However, Leonardo says, simplicity is the ultimate sophistication. And that would be Leonardo da Vinci, not Caprio. We know that as we age, it can feel more fragile and precious. And we can use this time to make it simpler as well. Mindfulness author and expert John Kabat-Zinn says, Voluntary simplicity means going fewer places in one day rather than more, seeing less so I can see more, doing less so I can do more, acquiring less so I can have more. Wise words, sir, and I need to take heed of those words because I have the tendency to, if I'm going to an appointment in town, I want to do five different errands while I'm on that side of traffic. And then if I'm going downstairs to do one activity, I try and bundle in three or four more to use the time well. Well, maybe the best use of time is actually to do less so that I can do more as I go along. I do want to inject a little bit of news, some topical information based on one of the previous episodes with Tommy Hernandez, who is the regional director for the New Mexico branch of the Alzheimer's organization. And when he was on the show, he kind of teased us with a little hint that there was some good news coming down the pike. Well, indeed it has. On July 6th, Journalist Pam Bellock for the New York Times reported that the Food and Drug Administration gave full approval to the new Alzheimer's drug, Lakembi, or Lakembi, again, I'm still not sure how it's pronounced, and Medicare said it would cover much of the high cost. Now, this lays the foundation for widespread use of a medication that can modestly slow cognitive decline in the early stages of the disease but it also carries significant safety risks. So if you think you're a candidate or you know someone who is, please, please, please contact your team of physicians, any medical advisors that you have to find out if this is a drug for you. Let me spell it so you know what to say to them when you call. L-E-Q-E-M-B-I, Lekembi, Lekwembi. It can't repair cognitive damage, nor reverse the course of the disease, or stop it from getting worse. But data from a clinical trial suggests that the drug administered every two weeks in an intravenous infusion may slow decline by about five months over 18 months for people with mild symptoms. So please check with your physician about this wonderful good news. Today, I have the privilege of interviewing Chris Winterroad, and she is the SHIP SMP program manager under ADRC, which is a mouthful. So I'm going to let Chris 
introduce yourself and explain all those acronyms. Welcome. Thank you so much, Duchess. I'm happy to be here. I hope everybody has their spoon handy because I'm going to feed you some alphabet soup. Uh, the, the SHIP program and SMP programs, uh, SHIP stands for State Health Insurance Assistance Program. We are here to help you navigate Medicare. Uh, if you feel like you're sinking <laughs> in the waves of information and aggressive advertising and all of those stormy seas of Medicare, remember your ship. That's what we're here for. Um, and SMP stands for Senior Medicare Patrol. When I think of Senior Medicare Patrol, when I say it out loud, it feels like a Girl Scout badge to me. I feel like I should be wearing a sash. And what the Senior Medicare Patrol does is they're responsible for educating people on how to detect, prevent, and report Medicare fraud and abuse. If you feel like you've been the target or the victim of a scam or fraud, we are the right people to come to for that. We're here to help people protect themselves and Medicare so that your information is safe. You're able to get the resources or the services that you need from Medicare and also protect Medicare so that it's around when I need it in a few years. So <laughs> I believe that most of our listeners are probably on Medicare. And of course, the podcast is to reach family and friends and caregivers mm -hmm. to support them. Or as you say, people who are being a little more proactive about looking ahead to making sure that it's there safely and effectively for their use as well. <laughs> Uh, well, now that you, you were talking about Girl Scout with a sash, I envision you more like the old-fashioned crossing guard with a sash, guiding people to safety with all of their Medicare concerns. <laughs> I like that a lot. There is so much pressure around Medicare decisions. I'm not going to try to count how many people I've talked to over the years since I started working with this program, but it's a lot. That's one thing I hear all the time. I'm a smart person and I can't figure this stuff out. It gives me a little thing I call job security. So don't feel bad. Uh, <laughs> if you told me five years ago when I started at the Aging and Long-Term Services Department that I would be a Medicare expert, I would have thought you were going out of your mind. But it is so, so, so important to understand how things work so that you understand the implication of your choices so that you can make the choice that's right for you in your situation. There is no right or wrong answer when it comes to Medicare decisions because people's situations aren't the same. True. There's a variety of different ways that you can put your pieces of Medicare together to, to create a type of coverage for you. And what's going to work best for you depends on your personal situation. That's the kind of support and information that we work with people on. It's very, very individualized one-on-one -on -one Medicare counseling when you call us to get assistance from SHIP. So should one contact you before signing up? 
for Medicare? If someone is or currently on Medicare, should can they still contact you? And does that change when I bring you back at the end of the year for open enrollment? Knowledge is power. It is never, ever too late to get the information you need. People's Medicare eligibility, their initial enrollment period, starts three months before the month they turn 65. That is, of course, a great time to start doing some research. Then the initial period extends three months past the month of your birthday. So it's that first uh, chance to sign up for the kind of coverage you want from Medicare lasts a full seven months. You've got a lot of time to figure it out. We do offer a monthly Medicare 101 live virtual workshop. So every single month, you have the chance to um, log into a Zoom meeting. You can find the link on our aging and long-term services department website, www.aging.nm.gov. And if you look under news and events, you'll see our Medicare 101 workshop. You don't have to register. You just click and you're in. That's fabulous. Is that a free workshop? It is free. And it's the the third Thursday of every month. She says with a question in her voice. (laughs) I'm looking it up right now. The next one is on, it'll be July 26th. July 26th at 9.30. And then in August, it'll be August 23rd. And in September, it'll be September 27th. Then we take a little break because it's Medicare open enrollment. And we have all hands on deck on the ship to help people navigate (laughs) stormy shoals of Medicare open enrollment. So that's fabulous. I believe that more information is the best thing that we can do so we can populate in different areas so that the information gets to the people who need it the most. Right. And you never know where people are going to look. I also, I'm super excited on our website that we now have a Medicare information button. If you go to the Aging and Long-Term Services Department website, that's aging.nm.gov, pretty much Smack in the middle of a whole field of little rectangles, you'll find Medicare information. If you click on that for where it says get assistance, there's some definitions. There is some information about what the SHIP and SMP programs are. My favorite part is if you (laughs) click on want to learn more, you'll see there's some links that'll take you to our ALTSD YouTube channel and put out our SHIP and SMP programs, put out videos at least once a month on current topics in Medicare. In July, the topic is Medicare and transportation services. So every month there's something new. So whether you're just starting with Medicare or whether you've had Medicare for a while, or if you're a family caregiver or other caregiver who's just starting to learn about the benefits available to your loved one who has Medicare, this is a great place to go and get just a wealth of information. It is. It seems as if 
it might be wise for us to advise people to check this once a month. We also put out a newsletter and the link to see the newsletters is there in that want to learn more drop down Excellent. Want on the website as well. The newsletter is called Ask Stan and it's actually produced by two of our amazing volunteers, Stan awesome. Cooper and Rick Cheever. They're fantastic. And they put out a newsletter every month. Um, the most recent one is on um, hearing aids. I'm sorry. What'd you say? <laughs> Couldn't oh, that was a good one. That was a good one. <laughs> All right. Oh, I may have to edit that out. I, I think that's wonderful that that's offered and that it's managed by volunteers. That's really, really wonderful to know. We have we rely heavily on our volunteers when we're in the middle of sort of revamping and relaunching our volunteer program. It's kind of a unique situation. We are looking for highly dedicated volunteers who are willing to do, I'm not going to sugarcoat it, who are willing to do a lot of work okay. because, because our volunteers go out and they provide um, information about Medicare and about programs to people at community events. They may give presentations to senior citizens or to community organizations. And they may also, if they reach the level of certification required, work one-on-one -on -one with Medicare beneficiaries to help them with their choices and with Medicare issues that they're facing. It's a highly responsible position. There is a lot of training. If anybody's interested in anything I'm talking about now and thinks that they I want to find out more about that. We'd love to hear from you. But do know that it is a substantial commitment. It's like a three-month training period. There's a period of mentoring. And then there's the other part, of course, is you have just fantastic. Uh, you become part of just a, an amazing community. Mm. Uh, not only our SHIP and SMP staff, but in your community, the people that you're assisting. I see. And would the training be in Santa Fe? We're setting it up so that it's mostly virtual and self-paced, but not entirely. Okay. We're doing a lot of web-based training. The first thing is you'll have other like-minded people going through the same process that you'll be leaning on okay. to help get through. And you'll receive ongoing training once you become um, a fully active volunteer as well. That sounds like a perfect thing for someone who has retired and is trying to rewire. They don't want to just stop living. They may have left their position, their work environment, but they want to rewire to use their time and their energy and their talents. Most people love to give of what they know and wisdom and to be able to train and be of service and value to other older adults. Sounds like a great thing and be a part of a very wonderful ship team. That's right. You know, there's a lot of research out there that really strongly indicates that people's health and their happiness and their sort of satisfaction in retirement really depends a lot on staying involved in their community. We spent here in this country, I can't speak about any other countries, but here much of our identity is tied up in what in our work what we do. And I mentioned earlier, before I came to work here at the Aging and Long-Term Services Department, I was a teacher 
for most of my, for a long time. Also during that time, I was a stay-at-home mom. So it was really interesting to me. I have a BA in psychology, so I'm always thinking, Ah. why does it feel like that? It's busy inside my brain. (laughs) I relate. I understand. It was so interesting when I was a stay-at-home mom in particular, and I, of course, still identified as a teacher because I still identify as a teacher. You can take the teacher out of the classroom, but if you're really a teacher, you never stop being a teacher. And those of us are very grateful for people like you. (laughs) Well, most of the time. (laughs) When you meet somebody new, the first thing they do is ask, what do you do? So often in retirement, you know, once people get through that initial, I'm not exhausted anymore, right? If you don't have a good answer to that question, it doesn't feel good, right? So meaningful work and meaningful volunteer work is hard to come by. Right. And I think you're right. It's like a vocational empty nest Mm -hmm. syndrome. Exactly. If you're looking for something, we are so happy to talk to you. As I may have said when we first met before the interview, I obviously want to invite you and or some of your team back as we get to the end of the year, because it will be open enrollment. And some of the videos and the newsletters may be kind of on hiatus. And we want to inform the listeners to know everything that they can so that they make an informed choice. So knowing that you will be returning, that the ship is coming back, docking again, is there anything that you would like to leave with our listeners today before we wrap up? I just want to say that I'm so happy to have this chance to make a connection with people who may be wondering where to go to get the information that they need. The ADRC is an amazing place. The number is 1-800-432-2080. You call there and you can connect with such a wealth of resources. And they will literally answer any question you can think of. They will do their very best. It's also the way to connect with all of our programs, whether it's SHIP, an SMP or the prescription drug assistance program if you're having trouble paying for your medications, all kinds of things. So it's a great start. Medicare decisions continue to come up regularly as your situation changes, right? Aging is uncharted territory. Mm -hmm. Around every corner is something that you've never had to deal with before. Good point. Right? And even if you have, even if you helped your mom with it or your aunt, and now, but now it's you, it's different. Don't hesitate to give us a call. The initial set of decisions that you make when you start Medicare are super important. And it's really helpful to understand how the choices you make are going to influence the kind of care that you get throughout your life on Medicare. But Also, during Medicare open enrollment in the fall, everyone has the opportunity to change their coverage. Remember that you're not stuck with anything. Like Duchess said, that ship is going to come back into port. You can hop the ship you're on and get on a different one. 
<laughs> and we are here again to provide information and support and uh, help people. We can help people sign up for new plans. We can help people assess whether plans are going to be right for them during open enrollment. A lot of times people almost feel immobilized when they're making their initial Medicare decisions because they don't want to mess it up. Right. Ah, what if what if I get it wrong? What if this doesn't work for me? Well, and I remind people all the time, if it does, if you don't like it, you can change. What a great concept about life anyway. And it's good to know that something as important as one's Medicare coverage can be changed during open enrollment at the end of the year. And it's good advice for if something isn't working well in your life, that's what you do. You rewire your thinking or your actions to make those changes. I want to thank you for your time today and please extend our appreciation to your team of staff and volunteers. I look forward to us meeting again later in the year. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Duchess. Lao Tzu taught, I have just three things to teach. Simplicity, patience, compassion. These three are your greatest treasures. Well, those wise words rather echo the earlier wisdom of John Kabat-Zinn. And so I'm encouraging all of us to look where we can increase the simplicity, the compassion, and the enthusiasm in our lives. To begin that, I will simply thank Chris and her team, as I appreciate the compassion and the enthusiasm that you have for the work your team does. And I look forward to you returning later this summer for more nuts and bolts information about Medicare before the open enrollment takes place in October. And if you have any other questions about health or legal matters or transportation, food resources, and you are a senior in New Mexico, please call 1-800-432-2080 or go online aging.nm.gov. And while you're there, look at the little box and find out the information about the upcoming Conference on Aging taking place here in Albuquerque, New Mexico, September 11th through the 13th. Some wonderful live event with guest speakers, and you're going to learn so much more and get to interact with other older people in the city of Albuquerque. And I want to remind you that we now have our own Facebook page, so you can interact with the listeners and with me online at Rewire with Duchess Dale. And if you are an email kind of person, just contact me at yourliferewired at gmail.com. Be sure to tell your family and friends about our show and invite them to tune in on their preferred streaming platform because this is free and we are taking information and turning it into inspiration so that until next week, remember to reconnect, refresh, and rewire your life. Our show is sponsored by the Aging and Long-Term Services Department of New Mexico. You can contact that department by calling 1-800-432-2080 or online at www.aging.nm.gov. Our original music is written by New Mexico's own Lydia Clark. Join us next week on your favorite streaming platform. 
Till then, remember to reconnect, recommit, and rewire. Inspiration.